You're a bit butthurt this morning. Is that true, Curtis? Man, first of all, don't be playing BGs. Don't be mentioning John Travolta going to be 70 because I'm going to be 70 on March 26th. Is that right? Same that, age. That's right. And he's across, remember, he's across the Hudson, Englewood, Englewood Cliffs. That's where he came from. A little bit on the light loafer side. Don't compare me to Tony Manero, huh? I lived in uh, Tenafly right by Englewood Cliffs. The great Ron Insana lives in Englewood Cliffs. He's not turning 70. He now is 70. Yeah, well, you weren't living in Alpine, so it doesn't count. No, I wasn't, but Mitchell Modell was. Yeah, no address was in Alpine. <laughs> Let me tell you something, why I am so pissed off. Yeah, what happened? I get that same call from Chad Lopez, uh, Capo di Tutti of Red Apple Media, our parent company. And he says, hey, John wants to split... The two hours of Brian kill me like King Solomon threatened to split the baby, right? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, we're going to have Sid do the extra first hour. Right. You're going to do the extra second hour. And I just like, I was a play. <laughs> what are you talking about? I always do the two hours when Brian kill me this way. He goes, oh, that's what the boss man wants. Yeah. What do you want me to fight him? <laughs> yeah. And this comes on the heels of John Kanzmatidis pulling me out of left versus right, Saturdays versus Anthony Weiner, first substituting himself, getting better ratings than I was getting, and then putting in Roger Stone the last two Saturdays and relegating me to be the bat boy of the Ferry Hawks in Staten Island. <laughs> what is going on here, Curtis? No, this is a war on Curtis Sliwa. That's what it is. <laughs> because people are saying, oh, WABC, always broadcasting Curtis. Too much Curtis Sliwa. Too much Curtis Sliwa. People say that? Yes, and now... Now, this is a war here. Remember, this is like the Crusades. <laughs> I'm like Crusader the Rabbit. You're the king of daytime. You get the number one ratings. But I'm the king of overnights. I do six hours Saturday mornings, 12 to 6, to the yeah. break of dawn. Then so nice, 12 midnight to 6, Sunday mornings. So I'm the king of overnights. You're the king of daytime. Sure. And let's get in on, Sid. Let's get into the pit. Let's check the ratings. You stole an hour from me. Generally, yeah. I would do. You purloined it, man. You picked my pocket. I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to give you that hour right now. Well, let's do it. Uh, management doesn't want that. I'm sorry. Man, they're icing me down, you know. It's sort of like they say, well, well <laughs> yeah. the moon is shrinking, right? They said the moon is shrinking. They're shrinking my hours here. Listen, uh, there's nobody here who thinks uh, more of you than I do. Clearly, I have you on every day, and you know that not everybody in this building, including people in management, weren't happy about it. Damn right, man. But, they, to, but to compare your overnight weekends, where if you add up all the listeners, it's probably what I get in the 6 o'clock hour. So what I do every morning here at WABC is like comparing Mookie Wilson to Mickey Mantle in center field. The hell's the matter with you? Wait a second. How you? <laughs> Mookie, you, you you beat the Boston Red Sox with the Mook. What the hell are you talking about? Well, that's true. On You're Black right. I History love Week, yeah. month here, today, what is wrong with you? You know, one thing you said, though, which I do disagree with, is I've never heard one person ever, and I mean this, complain too much, Curtis. In fact, every time I post something with you or mention you, I get tons and tons of Curtis adulation. I've never heard anybody ever say anything negative and or critical of you. Let me ever. tell you. Let me tell you. Hey, let me cut to the chase here. You know me. I take no prisoners. WABC always broadcasting Curtis, right? The acronym. Yeah, I guess. Go with that, sure. WABC <laughs> always broadcasting Katsimatidis. Go with that. He wants that. 
I say, no, no, no. I you can't have hours, it. I do more hours than you, John. Right, let's uh, let's uh, level the playing field. Right. Then for a while, seven times in a row, WABC always broadcasting Cuomo. And then remember, I threw the gauntlet down and I said, if you have Cuomo on again, and he does not apologize to ICE for calling them thugs for saying he would sue them, I'm out of here. You did say that, but but don't you think? I think he was on a grand total of three times, seven times. Is that always? You, is that you count, always broadcasting Cuomo? It, it was for a while. Remember? Yeah, a little it bit. was. And notice now he's on a hiatus. Well, that was you know it was the Cuomo appearance that caused a major fight between me and Mark Levin. Which now, of course, we have fixed, and I'll oh, be a guest you're, on you're, the Vincent. You're, like you're going to be swapping spit tonight, man. <laughs> yes. It's like we're going to have to extricate you uh, with a tire iron, man. You love the guy so look much. Who's t- By the way, that's true, but look who's. Uh, you're so far up Sean Hannity's ass, you're checking for polyps. Wait a second. Hold on. Now, let's talk about your phone call from Trump on Friday. Yes. As you know, in addition to my any, many other duties here at WABC, I am uh, hosting the boot camp. For talk radio hosts and hostesses. You know, the young Huckleberry's coming up. Yeah, so when is that? What is that? I well, love the fact you, you should be doing it. You're the Hall of Famer here. When is that? What is that? Well, Andrew Giuliani is on with me Sundays from 8 to 9, you know, to shape him up so he's not always just talking about Trump playing golf with him and his daddy, which is a natural knee-jerk reaction. And he's getting better and better. I'm on with him. And then all of a sudden he says last night, 8 to 9, he says, oh, yeah, we were playing golf. I was in the uh, cart behind, and some people along the way said, oh, Andrew, WABC, we love WABC. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump, the president, turns to Andrew and goes, oh, uh, how you doing at WABC? Well, you know, I'm on with Curtis on Sundays. Blank stare. No response. <laughs> like I'm a person of no consequence. I would have preferred him, you know, like a bull waiting to charge the matador, you know, casting invectives against When a person says nothing about you, you're a person of no consequence. Basically. And then Andrew says, yeah. The cell phone, he calls him up, and he's having, like, a love affair with you over the phone. <laughs> it's true. And he's holding up the golf game. There's foursomes behind. <laughs> well, no, nobody's going to mess with Trump, right? No, no, But no, the no. point is, yeah. it's because he's talking to you. He did talk to me, and, and like I said, he was very comfortable. Dropped the F-bomb a couple of times. We talked about Andrew Giuliani on radio. Uh, he said I was the best, blah, blah, blah. We talked about Giuliani on the golf course. We talked Biden. We talked election. We talked about him getting screwed in New York. York City. We talked about a plethora of items, but no mention. Nothing. Not, not one. Or the no. negative. No, there is nothing but, worse but than not, to be marginal. But you are not friends with the president. You don't even like the president. Doesn't matter. I'd rather him said something <laughs> negative. You know. Matter. Come on, Sid. That's important. Oh now, my God. Now you mentioned my very dear friend Scott Lebedo. I did. I am a rebel with Scott Lebedo and John Tobacco. As you know, we held off. The migrant encampments in Staten Island. And he's got this great documentary, The Relentless Patriot, that's debuting in Mar-a-Lago. You're going to be down there, right? Uh, That is correct. Siggy Flicker, the former Real Housewife of New Jersey and Donald Trump buddy and uh, great voice for Israel. She invited me. So it's going to be a very, very small audience, a private screening. Scott Lebedo's going to be there. Great, great. And President Trump's going to be there, and I'm going to be there. But you're in the movie. Wait, we don't know that. Have I been left on the cutting room floor? In the middle of my campaign against Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, 
I took the time out from the campaign. They must have shot like four hours of me talking about Scott Lovato. Is that right? Yes, because I prepared him for the very first time he got arrested in civil disobedience. He didn't know what to do. He said, Curtis, you're the veteran. You're always getting arrested. What do I do? He talks all about that. I'm talking. I'm talking him up. Everything is true. I'll bet you I'm left on the cutting room no, floor. No, no, no. You're in the movie. There's no way wait you're on the cutting second. room floor. Uh, uh, wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> I don't know this for a fact. I don't take anything for granted <laughs> anymore. Wait, but, but if he's one of your guys and he does love you, he's a rebel, why can't you just text him and ask him? <laughs> I know I, I know. it's going to be more bad news. Because right now you think you're in the movie. Rudy thinks he's in the oh, movie. Rudy's definitely in the oh, movie. Oh, he's in Come the movie. On. Okay. I mean, look, the greatest <laughs> yeah. mayor of all time, America's mayor, he's in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm the guy with the schmata, the red schmata, <laughs> the, the red keep off on my head, right? So I could have been relegated to the sidelines. Are you upset that you weren't invited to Mar-a-Lago, too? You got, uh, they jobbed you for an hour. Now, you're not invited to Mar-a-Lago, and it's Lobato's movie, and he's your boy. Wait a second. You know, this reminds me. The documentary that was done on Roger Stone, remember? Yes, I do. I was in that. Yes, you were. Right on up to the final second, and then I was left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> I'm the guy who said that Roger Stone is a political hitman who knows how to come for you. Once you're dead, he digs up your bones, and he kills you a second time. They said, oh, my God, this is the greatest. It's going to be right there in the front. All of a sudden, it's Harry. No, Curtis, <laughs> left on the cutting room floor. This has happened to me before, Oh, Sid, boy. And I know it's going to But when Donald Trump. He's playing golf with Andrew Giuliani, and he's just talking to Andrew. And Andrew's saying, yeah, I'm on Sunday night, WABC with Curtis Lewa. Nothing. And there's no response, not to the affirmative no. or negative. No. I know I'm a person of no <laughs> consequence. <laughs> well, I got more bad news for you. Oh, not, my God. Yes, 